Hey everybody, welcome to another Overdue Review. This week we got Ghost of Tsushima, a game that came back, back can't talk, game that came out back in July, I think, It, it my, it's already September, my frame, not frame of reference, uh, what are you, time, something about time, time, my, what, I, I've lost my mind. I've lost my absolute mind. It's ouch. It's something about... <laughs> there is a word that I can't remember. Perception. Perception of time is off due to the whole virus and everything else going on. Um, but, despite all that, I was still able to finish A Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, and, let me tell you. First, let me get a little... <sighs> let me get... <laughs> This is such a shit show. Uh, alrighty. We good? Let's talk. First, first let me get my uh, mind together. This, I, I once said that I wasn't real sure if anything was going to come close to beating The Last of Us Part Two, um, in my humble opinion, in terms of gameplay, graphics, and, of course, story. Um, the combination of everything together, I didn't think anything was going to be able to come close. And I really think... Or thought at the time that at the end of the year the battle was going to be against uh, both Final Fantasy VII Remake and uh, Last of Us Two, with Last of Us Two coming out on top, because Final Fantasy VII Remake seems to not amaze some people as it has amazed others. Um, Last of Us Two seems to be critically uh, a critical darling, um, though fans are all weird about it because they always are, and they were kind of like that with the first one, but. Um, and it wasn't nearly as divisive as Death Stranding. Um, but with um, Final Fantasy, not all the critics seem to love it as much. It's like all of them was like, yeah, it's a good game, but problems here, problem there. It didn't, the, I guess the nostalgia factor didn't kick in for them. But I still think those two are going to battle it out um, unless Cyberpunk releases this year. I also talked about Halo, and that prediction doesn't work anymore because it got pushed into next year. And because. Uh, there's some issues with the story, apparently, so, with the game as a whole, and that makes me incredibly sad. I just hope they all get fixed. Halo used to be a Game of the Year contender just about every year, and it hasn't been there in a while. Um, well, I guess since 5, so, just one game. But it's, but yeah, now that I've played Ghost of Tsushima, I've beaten it. I wanted to platinum it, and I usually don't want to platinum games, but I wanted to do everything in that game. And if it hadn't taken me literally, what, it came out in July, so from the time I got it, which was the weekend it came out, Gamefly shipped it, thank you Gamefly, and um, I played it from then all through all of August. Almost all of August. I finished it about two weeks, two two or so weeks ago. Um, I talked about it in one of the podcasts, and I was meant I meant to do this review sooner, but I've been sidetracked by a lot of bullshit recently. Um, or hell, did that game come out in June? When did Ghost of Tsushima come out? This review's all over the place. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. I got a point here. See, I don't edit these things because I like. I don't edit something. Came out in July seventeenth, so yeah. Okay, I wasn't crazy. Um, I don't edit these things because I think it's authentic and yada 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 whatever. Regardless of all that crap, it took me 
quite a while to beat it because it is a very long game. Or it, it can be a long game. I think if you just mainline it, it's only about, mm, I guess, 15, 20 hours. But the side quest, and I love the side quests. It, it, it's weird how much I love the side quests because they were kind of mundane, but it worked. So the way side quest works in that game is, well, there's a war or an invasion happening, and you'll come across random people. So there's several different kinds. There's like side missions, and then there's like you meet a random person or you see someone needs help or whatever. And a lot of times it's like, find these people. Uh, they stole my stuff or this or that. But it feels so good. Like it, it it's very mundane, but you want to do them because you feel you're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be the ghost of Tsushima, and you feel like it. It's like kind of like how stuff in Spider-Man Two, uh, the original. The original, you know, way back on the Xbox and GameCube and PlayStation uh, 2, you know, there was stuff that pop up, pop up all over the city, random stuff, and it made the city feel alive. And you really felt like Spider-Man doing that more so than when you were doing the story missions. Because it's like you were seeing people getting robbed or their car jacked and all kinds of stuff like that. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima has a very similar vein in that. A lot of the stuff, it's not fantastical, but there are fantastical stuff. Um, it, it's something about this game nails. I, I I don't know the words. I don't know the words to describe how I feel about it. About this, it, it just nails everything. Uh, the gameplay is amazing. This is by far the best Assassin's Creed game ever made. Period. And it's not an Assassin's Creed game. This is what Ubisoft wish it could ma- wish wishes it can make. Um, it is one of the most fun open worlds I've ever been in. Um, and there's not really a whole lot to do in the open world, but it's beautiful. It's the gameplay's better than any Assassin's Creed. It doesn't, however, have what I would uh, what I would have preferred, which is from like the first two Assassin's Creed games, where it was like you could one hit kill people and they could one hit kill you. Um, I like that. This didn't have that. Though, as you get more powered up and become a better samurai or a better ghost, you, um, the, the battles become more like one or two hits because of just how OP you are. And that, I I like that feeling, but it never, even in the early stages, felt hack and slashy to me. And that's important. It's very important. Uh, that hack and slash, um... It's where you're just hitting people and like number go up. I hate that. I absolutely despise that, which is why I don't like the new Assassin's Creeds. I don't like their combat. I don't think it's that fun. I think it I th- it feels like padding. They gave people levels not to necessarily make the combat more fun, but to pad out a 100-plus-hour game. The Witcher 3 does the number thing, too, but the combat never feels padded. It just feels good. This is more like The Witcher 3, except a whole lot fucking faster. This game is, gameplay-wise, is amazing. It really... It really is. I wanted to do everything in it. I wanted to do every side mission, every little side quest, everything that popped up. Every time I come across, a, you know, a band of either bandits or the Mongols, I was like, "Oh yeah, let's go fight!" Because fighting was so much fun, and all the different ways you can fight. Uh, you can go very, very stealthy, or you can go, you know, balls to the wall. I'm just gonna kill everybody. You can be the samurai with honor and tell people you're coming first and like draw your swords or whatever or you can just sleep dart them or not sleep dart poison dart them you can do so many different things and 
all of them feel good. At first, the controls are a little bit weird. Uh, there's no lock-on. There's like a soft lock-on, but you don't control it, and that gets annoying. Um, and it takes a little while to get used to it. But once I got used to it, I didn't mind it. I wish there had been an option. Um, I didn't have as much problem fighting with this as I did with Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, I had a problem with the lock-on. So even when I would lock on, I felt the guys could gang up on you and then you would just be locked on on one guy. But if you had it on to auto-lock, the auto-lock didn't feel very good. I, I don't know. This, though, I wish the option was still there where you, where you could tune it. This was much better because you do get swarmed. And with there not being a hard lock-on, you can get out of it a whole lot faster. Um, and by the end of it, I actually liked it, especially when you have so many different things you can do. You have two different types of bows. You have kunai. You have several different bombs, noisemakers, all these things. And it uses everything on the controller, including the stupid touchpad, which you flip up and it gives you like one of the best camera modes I've ever seen in the game. Don't think it's as good as Spider-Man's or or um, or Last of Us 2, those are like the, the crown champions. Um, those are fighting it out. Last of Us 2 is good, but that, that has a lot to do with just how good-looking the game is. Spider-Man, you could do a whole lot to it. This, though, has effects in it that I've never seen before. You can, like, you want the cool samurai, you know, picture with the leaves falling? Just turn on the leaves. Oh, you can turn on leaves, select which kind of leaves you want, how fast you want them to fall, which direction... Uh, get snow in there, ashes. There's so many different things you can do. Um, and uh, change poses, all that good stuff. I love photo modes. I think photo modes are great. I don't necessarily think every game needs one. Like with Paper Mario, despite that game being beautiful. Um, one of the prettiest games come out this year, if not the prettiest. Um, and Ghost of Tsushima is up there as well. But I, don't think a photo, I don't think a photo mode is needed. It's already got a screenshot button on the console. I don't think a photo mode would do it because you you can't really zoom around in that type of game. But for games like this, that third-person action-adventure, photo modes are fantastic. I love photo modes. It's got one of the best. Um, for a game like this, if the story is real good... I mean, a lot of times, if you get a really good open-world game, it's like, the story is real good. The side quests are okay. For me, I wanted to do everything, so the story was really, really good. And so are the side missions. I, I, I kind of put quest and mission in a different category. Because there's stuff that's like random people need help. There's stuff like random encounters. There are like, they kind of pop up as missions. And you can go help people. But then there are these side missions that have multiple parts to them. Like one of them, you have to help this woman avenge her family. And you want her on your side to defeat the Mongols. The Mongols, And it starts off as a story mission. But you only have to do the one story mission to get them to fight with you. But there's like 20 other missions you could do with her. And there's several different people like that. And those are a, little, are a hell of a lot more fleshed out than the other side missions. But they're just as fun. I got frustrated at times with boss fights. And that's probably me. I don't know. My, my timing seems okay. And I played on both my TV, which I understand was bad. Um, it doesn't have the, the fastest response time. But I also played on my monitor. And I don't know what's going on here. Because I know my response time is fine. I'm not going to say amazing, because I play first-person shooters. My response time's pretty damn good. See someone, you know, I can just go pop them and go, you know. On a controller, my response time's great. Oh, no, no, it, it, it's pretty good. It's fine. It, it's, it's, I, I'm not lacking. I could not get the parry system down 
at all. Every time I got a perfect parry, it felt by freaking luck. And I don't know what's going on there. The same thing with the with the Jedi Fallen Order. I couldn't figure it out. You know what parry system I could figure out? Cuphead. Cuphead's hard as shit, and I figured out the parry system in that one. It was fine. I don't know what it is. With these other, there's something, something about it. Um, it might be my controller. I don't know. PlayStation controller's always been weird. I don't know. Maybe if I play Jedi Fallen Order on the Xbox, it'll be different. But I don't know. Uh, that's my only combat issue was that the parrying and the blocks. There are some attacks that you can't block, at least not right away. And that's fine. That's okay. What made me mad is there's a roll mechanic, and it never felt... I can never tell which way I was supposed to roll. And sometimes I would roll the way that I knew I could, and I'd still get hit. And then it wouldn't parry right. Or he just wouldn't block despite my sword being his way, and it was a blockable move. There's some weird issues there. Didn't ruin the game for me, but it made those encounters a hell of a lot more frustrating. Um, And I played on normal throughout the whole game. Just that, you know, that mid-level difficulty. Um, and it was great, but I don't know. I hear there's a lethal difficulty now, which I wanted to try. Uh, I hear, I don't know if it's that one, if that's that one hit kill stuff that you can be killed in one hit, but you can kill in one hit. That's, that makes this, um, it makes an already great gameplay system that much better. But if it's not, it's just harder. Eh, kind of makes me mad. Uh, let's see what else. The game's beautiful. It's a joy to look at. Though the facial animation... Well, the fan of facial animations are great. It's just, especially next to The Last of Us, they don't look as good. Um, but they're, they're, they are good. They're, they're serviceable. Though sometimes there were some glitches, but that's because I was working without a patch because of the no internet situation. And that's fine. Um... But the rest of the game is beautiful. The horse hair looks terrible, like on the tails and manes. I don't know what's going on there. But the rest of the game is beautiful. Um, it's it's top tier. The gameplay is top tier. The missions are fun. The story, pretty good. It's pretty good. It is not Last of Us. It It's not. It's not Last of Us 2. Um, and... But don't be fooled. That doesn't mean it's not a good story. It is. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It it, In a way, it seems kind of tried and cliche because they're just kind of copying a lot of samurai movies. Um, and it's not high art by any, by any means. And while I could pretty much tell where some of it was going, it played out in a way that... Almost like your character knew, too. Like, he knew what was going to happen. I'm not going to spoil it, but he, he could feel it. And he's like, yeah, I kind of expected this to happen, and he was ready for it. He was still disappointed, but he was like, I kind of expect this was going to happen. Um, but the story's good. I know some people didn't like Jin, but I, I liked him. I liked him a lot. Um, and the characters are fantastic. So while the st- So it's not this best story in a way it's kind of plain but the characters are amazing uh and when i say not the best it's because we have the best story of the year already and it doesn't come close to it but that's because there's a power gap not because it's bad it's good and it's definitely in the conversation and the ending is great um and i love just about all the characters 
the acting is fantastic. It has an entirely Japanese voice cast. That's awesome. I think it's the first time that's ever happened. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Um, and they rocked the shit out of the game. I played it English because why not? Um, and it, it's really good. It's definitely up there with some of the best acting. But the the story isn't isn't as good as, say, The Last of Us. So that's where it would falter in Game of the Year. But in gameplay, presentation, everything else, this this is a real contender. And if it wins, I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be mad. I think Last of Us deserves it, but this... I don't want to think it's a lot more fun to play. Not that there's a fun gameplay in Last of Us, but Last of Us is a depressing-ass game. Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima is not. Um, you feel like a badass. And that's the point, kind of. Like, it's so good. It's so freaking good. Um, and especially when you can mess with the armor a little bit. Um, that's a kind of a drawback. There are different armor sets, and there's some colors you can unlock. But not as much customization as I would have liked. They do, however... This is something that could have been forgotten. Let you mix and match the helmets, the masks, and the armor sets. So in order to get the um, each armor set has a perk, you don't have to wear the whole armor, at least from what I saw. You just have to wear like the actual armor, but you can wear whatever mask you want. You can wear whatever hat you want. So that's cool. So a lot of times I was wearing a rice hat because it looked cool, and my like demon mask because it looked cool. Um... And uh, I like that. What I didn't like is there weren't as many color options as I would have liked. Um, that was disappointing. But, eh, it is what it is. Um, they couldn't have done anything, and like some do, and we would have to deal with it. But they, they went real far on it. Uh, there's different saddles you can get for your horse. I didn't look at my horse a lot, though I did change the saddles. So I, But I didn't really notice that he was wearing different stuff. Uh, you can even customize your bow and your, um, by customize, you can select from different options that are given to you. You can't just, like, do whatever you want to it. So you unlock different dies or even just different, for, like, your sword and stuff, different sheaths and stuff and, and make it however you want, um, or wear whatever you want. And it's really cool. Um, and a lot of stuff they have looks great. I just wanted them to go just a bit farther, but... That's okay. That's not really that big of a drawback. And in fact, it's it's a pro because, you know, a lot of games wouldn't have done that at all. They've just been like, no, you wear what we tell you to wear. And this one's like, no, you can do whatever you want. You can run around naked if you want. Well, you can't really do that. But you can run into a battle completely unarmored if you want in your Ronin gear, which is just like pants and a shirt. That's not really that great. Uh, you know, for protecting against ammos and, uh, ammo, arrows and stuff. But, you know, you do you. <laughs> but there's so much variety in the combat. There are quite a lot of armor sets. I kind of just liked only, like, a handful. Well, actually, just three of them. Those are my mains, but, you know, you'll you'll like whatever you like. That's what I did. There's a lot of different hats. There's a lot of different masks. A lot of different sword kits and some bow kits and stuff. You can customize basically everything. Make your samurai, make Jin look how you want Jin to look like. Definitely a lot more than Jedi Fallen Order, which had like nothing. Except for your lightsaber. You do a lot to your lightsaber. 
but there's a lot there. So many different weapons to use. Um, they're all secondary. So it's you got two different bows, a long bow, and then a half bow, which is still a freaking huge bass, huge ass bow. Um, your kunai and all that. So many different ways to go about attacking the enemy. Um, oh, good lord. That's loud. Well, that was a child abduction alert. I hope they find her. Anyway, um, so many different ways to go about it. I'm not really going to talk about what happens in the story other than the Mongols invade. You need to stop them. Because it is really good, and I don't want to reveal anything about it. And if you play it, I want that to all be a surprise. It's a really good game. Um, and it's definitely up there for game of the year. And in game, just overall gameplay, I think it would win. It would be very close. Um, the Last of Us has some of the best gameplay. Like there's, If you just go in to play certain levels, and and you really get that game down, you can feel like a badass. The problem is, is you don't really feel good about what you're doing because it's so depressing and awful. Ghost Tsushima Ghost doesn't really have that problem. But it's going to be real close in the gameplay department. Um, they're really, really good. And I'm talking about this game as a game of the year contender. Game of the year contender. Because it is that good. It is that good. Um, it also has a lot of different accessibility options that are awesome. Now, as much as Last of Us 2, um, I know Last of Us 2 just does everything. But Last of Us 2 did have like some of the best access- accessibility options that I've ever seen in a game. Like, like holy crap, they went the extra mile there. Um, and... To be fair, so did Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. There's a lot that you can do with it. Um, and that's awesome. That is really, really awesome. But, um, I don't know if it's going to beat Last of Us 2, but it's it's definitely in there in the top five games of this year. Sony put out two incredible first-party titles this year, which is going to be like the last major year of the PS4, maybe. And um, they knocked it out of the park. I don't know if there was another exclusive. <laughs> I think it was just two. I think it was just Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, and it, it... They are really, really good. Really, really good. Um, and this one definitely deserves to be up there. I don't know what's going to challenge me. I mean, yeah, Final Fantasy... Oh, shit, that was exclusive, wasn't it? Okay, Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven is going to be in the running. But I don't know if it if it's going to overtake Ghost. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to overtake Last of Us 2, but there's there's some pretty hefty competition there. It's weird that it's going to be against three Sony-exclusive titles, but yeah, that's weird. But play this game. Absolutely play this game, if you can. Rent it, do what you have to. This game is amazing. It is worth playing. It's so much fun. Um, it never felt long. Like it was a, It's a long game, but I never... Uh, one of my favorite games of all time, which is Red Dead Redemption 2, that game felt long. At the end of it, I kind of wanted it to end because I was tired. You were on this journey, and you wanted to rest. Like, And I felt tired. Then again, the character felt tired, so that was like the, the intent. But sometimes you just feel tired on a journey. I felt tired during Breath of the Wild a few times, um, just because that game gets tiring. All games can get tiring. This one, I never felt tired. I got frustrated at points, but I was never like... I, with, like, say with Paper Mario Origami King, I'm not going to finish that game. I already sent it back. I may play it again later. 
but I got to a point where I didn't want to pick it up. I had other stuff to do. It's not a bad game at all. It's really, really good. I loved what I played, but I was able to put it down and then not pick it up for a while and do other things. Ghost of Tsushima, I was putting things off just to play it. That game's that good. So if you take anything away from this is that it is really that good and you should play it. If you got a PS4, play it. Get it somehow. Um, it, it's it's really that good. I wish there was something that was going to compete with it with the Sony plat uh, the Sony only platforms, Sony only the Sony only games. I really wish there was, but it seems like it's just going to be Sony's year unless Cyberpunk comes out. But then again, we don't know what that game is going to be. Um, it might not be that great. I know that's blasphemy, but it might not. This is something completely new. This is the first time they've ever done something like this. Yeah, they just made The Witcher 3. But do you remember those other Witcher games? Okay, Witcher 2 was game of the year. It's a great game. It's terrible compared to The Witcher 3. <laughs> and Witcher 2 is a good game. It's a really good game. I've played it. it, it it's great. I loved it. Um, it's bad compared to The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 is amazing. The Witcher 1 is actually a bad game. It doesn't play well. It is Euro jank as all hell, and it's hard to play. Um, and voice acting's weird. None of the other two games didn't have that problem. But compared to Witcher 3, well, The Witcher 1 is awful. So, so let that be there. So maybe they can use everything they learn and put it into this brand new game. But since this is their first attempt, there's a chance it could be closer to the first Witcher. We don't know. I hope not. But, I don't know. It looks It's looking like it's going to be Sony's year. Um, and this game might win. And if it does, it deserves it. You know, it, it is... It's truly something else. And I cannot wait for a sequel. I really can't wait. Uh, because they're going to prove on everything. What would the sequel be? I have no idea. Because... If it's going to follow, if this is going to be when the Mongols come back, I don't think Jin's still going to be alive. Uh, those two invasions were kind of a, a good distance apart, um, unless it's about something else. I, I don't know. Uh, or whatever the successor is, I'm incredibly excited. I would like to go back to Tsushima and be the ghost again, but that may not work out. Who knows? Maybe it, maybe it's about a rebel uprising. I have no idea. But this. This game is... I can't wait to see what Sucker Punch does next. Um, play this game. 